the way I think of style is kind of just like it's like your handwriting whether you intentionally try to like write or draw a certain way like it's gonna it's gonna come out hey everyone you're listening to the 2m creative labs podcast this podcast is about improvement in three parts learn share do we learn from some talented creatives as they share their process and story on the pursuit of their passions. This episode features Janice Chan, visual developer and illustrator based in Vancouver, better known as Gen Ice Cream. She does a lot of work with Giant Ant as well as with the animation studio, Studio Trigger. We talk about picking colors in your work, finding and developing style, and the latest Pokemon game. Hope you enjoy this one. Alright, um, sweet. So I guess we can get started. So thanks everybody for tuning into the episode. Uh, maybe just to kind of get us started, if we could have you introduce yourself today. Oh, cool. Um, I'm Janice. I'm a designer, illustrator, and sometimes animator at Giant Ant, and I just do a lot of art. Um, I'm based in Vancouver, BC. <laughs> yeah, so how did you kind of get started into what you do now? Oh. Long <laughs> I can go pretty far back. Well, like, I was one of those, like, art kids, for mm-hmm. sure. So I've been drawing since I was very young. And then around the time I was 13, I did, like, this cart drawing contest for UNICEF, and I won it, and the prize was $5,000. A 13-year-old was $5,000. So what my family did with that is, like, my dad helped me get, like, the whole Adobe CS5 suite and like a desktop and a Wacom tablet and then after that like I started like going into digital digital art a bit by the time I was in high school I kind of decided that I would like pursue art seriously and that kind of led me to like picking a school and then through the school like I came across Giant at and I was like, Oh, like I wanna work there and mm-hmm. like I reached out to like one of the art directors that I found out was actually like following me already on really Twitter. Cool. Yeah, yeah. And like we set up an internship and I've been there since. That's like the shortened version. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's amazing. And yeah. oh my goodness, like thirteen years old, five thousand like what do you do with five thousand dollars at thirteen yeah. years old, right? Yeah, I was like Oh, Dad, I want to draw, I think. Mm-hmm. Cool, I got you. <laughs> that is so awesome. Yeah. Um, one of the things that I was curious about, because I suppose, like, art and creative careers aren't the most... Usually comes with a stigma of you're not making much money, and mm. it's very hard to find a stable career. Um, but it's really cool to hear that your parents are... Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah, like, they're, they both, like, had... a creative background i think like they met in design school and my dad teaches at like the local universities part-time like industrial design courses and stuff like that mm-hmm. yeah so like growing up um like the the scrap pieces of paper that i'm drawing on are like his perspective assignment sheets or like whatever oh yeah and like i i had like a lot of or he had a lot of like art books that i'd like flip through and things like that mm-hmm. yeah Oh, I see. That makes sense. <laughs> I can see where the support comes from because he kind yeah, of can yeah. connect with that. Yeah, I think I had like a upbringing that really helped me um, be successful in this field, I think. That's fantastic. That's really yeah. good to hear. It's, it's nice to hear that like it's 
oh, oh, oh Asian high Asian parents high expectations uh, <laughs> you know kind of thing <laughs> I think my parents are like super chill for Asian parents I'm very, <laughs> I'm very proud of them okay first of all actually I have to get this over with yeah your your name Janice Cream yeah it's I don't know I just thought that was super cute and oh, like very yeah. creative <laughs> I I came up with it on a whim I think my I made my Tumblr in like 2011 so I was like in elementary school and I was just like oh let's just think of a pun I like ice cream and my <laughs> name has ice in it kind of so I'll just mash them together and it kind of stuck uh-huh. so I use it for everything yeah that's so good <laughs> <laughs> that's so funny so visual development artist and illustrator mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. I'm not much of like an artist per se I'm more into like the mm-hmm. photography f- uh, film oh, side okay. of things yeah but I'd love to know the difference between both of those. I think visual development is kind of like another word for concept art. Mm. So if you know what concept art is, it's kind of like in that realm. I think it's like you're you're just visually developing ideas for people. And then I think illustration is usually like more more finished and like the illustration that's like what you use for things. Versus mm-hmm. visual development is kind of like the development of like ideas visually. Now that you put uh, concept art and visual development together, it actually kind of clicked really yeah. nicely for yeah. me there. I don't, I actually don't know what the difference between those two is. I think they're just different. Like, in my opinion, they're mm-hmm. just different words for yeah. each other. Yeah. That's fascinating. It's it's a it's a weird realm for me to kind of. Uh, <laughs> it's hard for me to say, like, oh, illustrator, artist, creative, and uh, creative super broad, and it's hard for me to narrow yeah, that down. But yeah, yeah. We've spoken with a lot of uh, concept artists and mm. illustrators, and I yeah. don't know if I'm offending yeah. anybody by saying one <laughs> or the other. Sometimes, like, I'm not really sure like what to call myself either, because mm-hmm. I guess I do design and illustration, but like, like I don't want to be like confined to those things necessarily yeah mm-hmm. i just call myself an artist i like to make pretty things <laughs> for fun and profit yeah <laughs> yes yes for fun and for profit for, for fun sure. and for profit um speaking of pretty things uh, i love your yeah. color palette and oh, i actually wanted to ask how you come up with it and do you have like a secret technique to um, decide what colors or what inspired the colors that you pick oh oh boy to start off, like, in the past, I've written a lot of, like, Tumblr posts about, like, my process and stuff. So if you go to, like, my Tumblr blog and, like, you go into my links and tags, I think you might be able to find some, like, old things that I've said. One tip I have is limiting your color palette usually makes things look, like, cooler. And then another one, grouping colors so that, like, stuff reads clearly is good. So now that I say that, I'm thinking of a lot of instances where like sometimes that won't apply. Mm-hmm. I guess it, it really depends on like what style and like what your goals are. The starting point would be figuring out what you want to do with like the thing you're working on. Like figure out like what problems you're trying to solve and then like and then you pick some strategies to achieve the thing you want. Yeah, that's my... <laughs> no, my I think that statement. makes sense. I like... Yeah. I definitely can get behind, you know, keeping things simpler, um, yeah, reducing yeah. colors. Um, I'm yeah. not the greatest at uh, picking <laughs> colors myself, so yeah. that idea helps me a lot. Yeah, yeah, but, for sure. But it's interesting how you said 
um, think about what the problem that you're trying to solve. Because I don't yeah. really, I've never really thought about it like okay. drawing as like problems to solve. I suppose. Yeah. Or or another way to put it is like, what goals are you trying to reach?、Hmm. Yeah. For your work. And this kind of will come towards the direction of finding your voice, drawing-wise. Like,、mm-hmm. what goals are you trying to reach when it comes to the art that you're creating now? Well, I think there's like the immediate goals. So,、mm-hmm. for example, like if I'm at work or like freelancing, it's like, oh, like what does the client want? Like, what does this project need? And like, what do I want to do with this piece? What is this piece supposed to do for like the viewer?、Mm-hmm. I think those are some like immediate questions, and then. I guess, like, in the broader sense, like, for my art in general, I don't think I have any like <laughs> big overarching goals. Right. Yeah. I think a lot of the time, like, if I come across an idea I want to do, like, I'll be like, okay, like, I want to do this, and like, I I guess I like to be like flexible.、Mm-hmm. I feel like if I come up with like a really Like specific goal for like all of my art that might keep me from doing unexpected things. Right, might have been fun. Oh, interesting. Yeah, <laughs> I like that. I like it definitely in the same vein of not limiting yourself to yeah, yeah, just being called one thing or another. Right. Yeah, yeah. Fascinating. I was talking to my friend and she sent me your profile. It said、uh, Studio Trigger, and I was like, wait, like the、oh. Studio Trigger, <laughs> right? Or、yeah. like is that that can't be right. Um, <laughs> very curious, kind of how、yeah. that is like working for. I how guess. it's like working for them.、Mm-hmm. Um, I'd say the toughest thing is working for them, and then also like having a full time job. Ah. <laughs> yeah, because like I'm I'm logging my hours, and like ma- many times I'm doing like forty or like sixty hours for、mm-hmm. them per month. Oh my goodness! Which is, it's yeah, it's a little bit tough, but I I think I learned a lot. Is it very different from working with、uh, Giant Ant? I guess so because Giant Ant, like we mostly do, like advertising stuff. We don't really do like things that are like narrative, and like a lot of our projects, like we we get them done in like two weeks to a month.、Mm-hmm. Whereas like this one, it's been going for like. Much longer, right? So I think inherently in that way, it's like pretty different. Like on on this project as well, it's like there's kind of like a set like theme and like style. Whereas at Giant Ant, like every project we do is a little bit different. I guess you'll likely be working with various clients that have different styles. Yeah, exactly. Interesting. So this one is just like one one client for a much longer time. They have a very unique style. Yeah,、um, especially yeah. in the animation world. I don't know how much uh, anime uh, you consume. But... Oh, I love anime. Yeah, <laughs> is, is, that, is that a big factor in、uh, how you got started with、uh, drawing? I don't know if it was a big thing for me to get started, but、mm-hmm. like along the way, like improving and stuff. I think like looking at anime, doing fan art, and things like that, like was definitely part of my journey. Yeah, that's so cool. From what I was looking, you also do. Uh, animation as well, right? Oh yeah, yeah.、Mm-hmm. I went to animation school. Most of the concept artists I've seen、mm-hmm. um, don't necessarily animate any of that, which、mm-hmm. I suppose is probably normal,、yeah. or I'm not too sure.、Uh, 
Um, how is how is the animation side of things for your work? Like, do you like it? Like, I'm not. Yeah. What are your thoughts yeah. on that? For me, going to animation school and learning animation, I didn't really have an end goal of like like having my main thing be animation. When I was graduating, I kind of like I I decided to go to animation school because I figured out that like illustration, like I was already like teaching myself that. Mm-hmm. So I wanted to like pick something that was like one like relevant to what I'm interested in doing and like two that like I was that I'm not really able to teach myself and like the two or two and a half things for me were animation and like robots slash like 3D so I picked like animation to go into and the way I approach learning it is like even though I don't want it to be my main thing like I it's super helpful to know what the process is and like do a little bit myself so that when I design stuff it would be more suitable to be animated that's a good way to look at it I think um I don't remember which of our guests before had talked about sometimes you'll draw something but then it just doesn't seem to move or it won't Mm. seem to move right because you didn't consider yeah yeah the actual motion it's just a yeah Mm. like a still yeah I think like coming out of animation school my drawings definitely became like a bit more dynamic that's awesome yes um outside of drawing and illustration what is something that you obsess about Oh, well, right now I'm playing Pokemon. The new one? <laughs> yeah, the new one. I got I got my Switch on Monday <gasps> or something, so I'm just, just going in. <laughs> what are your thoughts? Anyway, what are your thoughts um, on the new Pokemon? Oh, I really like the wild area. It's mm. so cool. I love how, like, open it is. Mm-hmm. I love, like, the big super powerful like pokemon like walking around and it's like it's so tempting to to run into them but you know you're gonna die <laughs> <laughs> i've always found pokemon to be very interesting with their uh designs yeah it's changed a lot over the years mm-hmm. yeah i guess i'm kind of curious what your thoughts are on from how like i'm assuming you grew up with pokemon yeah i'd say so yeah and <laughs> kind of observing the way the styles change what are your thoughts mm. on that now as to it was i guess goodness what like years ago mm. i think like at first i wasn't like really into it i don't know like gen 5 onward i was like oh like it's, it doesn't feel like pokemon anymore but then like i think after being in the creative field for longer like i i appreciate the designs a lot more because it's like oh like this thing that they did is like pretty clever like this so what is cool like this these colors are cool Mm -hmm. and it's true it's i remember having the same feeling um gen 5 oh this doesn't really seem like a pokemon yeah anymore and it's yeah yeah but then that was the moment where i kind of started getting into more creative things as well yeah and yeah yeah and that's, like, that's fascinating. actually these designs are good mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like i like the the sun moon starters are so great yes yeah yes <laughs> so uh, the, this generation starters i'm a bit like more so so about mm-hmm. yeah but 
That's cool. Yeah, I'll have to say that this generation starters <laughs> haven't been the most uh, appealing. I benched my Sobble oh. from the beginning. I was like, <laughs> bye. I don't want you to grow up into a weird yes. man. <laughs> um, about the change in the Pokemon designs, I've seen like a post on Twitter <laughs> where they like talk about like the the differences in design choices between like Gen 1 Pokemon and like more like modern Pokemon. Oh. Yeah. And and like they they did a thing where they redrew like Gen 1 Pokemon and like a newer gen style and like newer gen Pokemon and like an older gen style. Mm-hmm. It was very interesting. Yeah. What is a yeah. piece of yours that you're very fond of lately? Oh, I'm fond of lately. I mean, look at what I've done. <laughs> It is around the time that people are doing that, like, oh, like, here's the art I did this year, and then they do, like, a, they do a post with, like, four pictures that they like. Right. So I should get on that. (laughs) Um, I guess, like, the promotional poster I did for Trigger, the BNA poster, I, I worked very hard on it. I feel like it's a benchmark for something that's really big for me. Think of that piece fondly for a long time. How much f- control did you have when creating that piece? You said that they had very, f- well, they had like a, s- a vision in mind for that, right? Oh, yeah. Um, so what I received from them was like a layout from the director with like some building sketch on the backgrounds and like the characters like posed in front. And mm-hmm. then, um, so I got that, and then I did some like rough like color keys, I guess, for it for them to choose from. And then they're like, "Oh, we want something in between right. for the final thing." So, uh-huh. um, and then I also got a bit of drawovers from them too, because it's like I did a sketch over their sketch, mm-hmm. and then they did a, another sketch over my sketch of their <laughs> sketch. And then from there, I kind of like just cleaned things up. I'd say they gave me a lot of freedom yeah. right that's awesome yeah yeah i've never understood <laughs> i've never really tapped into that kind of uh workplace and mm. i guess workflow yeah uh, to have somebody like a director oh okay uh i suppose guide where what uh, they want yeah it's different because like sometimes what you like is also what the director likes and the other times mm-hmm. what the what your director wants is like something you're like oh i'm kind of so so about this Right. right. <laughs> yeah. Is it ever a a thing for you where you're doing something that is so so, but it's what the client is asking? Um. Yeah, I yeah. think like for example at like Giant at like we go through like so many like different projects with like different styles and like things like that and like there's some that I'm like I was super into. And there's others where I'm kind of like, um, it's work. Right. So, yeah. But I think something I really like about Giant At is, like, you know, if, if you don't like a project, it's not going to last super long. So, yeah. O- overall, though, I think, like, all, like, even the projects that I'm so-so about, like, I think they're still pretty cool. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that's awesome. That's super yeah. awesome. Yeah. <laughs> So I've been looking through your Inktober 
Oh. But this was last year's, I think. Oh yeah, I couldn't do it this year. Yeah, but that yeah. was such an interesting concept because I realized like you weren't doing Inktober this year. Mm. But the 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 last year's Inktober, you had such a very cool concept for it. Yeah, and I've never seen that before. Oh okay. How do you kind of see Inktober actually? I wanted to make a video I... about it, but oh, um, okay. just kind of like illustrators' perspectives on Inktober and why they do or don't do it. Oh, okay. Mm -hmm. um, so when I first did Inktober, like probably the first two or three years I did it, I kind of just like saw it as like a challenge of discipline to just like draw like an ink drawing like every day. And then when I started doing interactive Inktobers, mm -hmm. so I did that last year and also the year before, um, I think I was more focused on like figuring out my own take on it. It's kind of like, oh, like I want to try this thing anyway. And Inktober is a really good um, avenue to mm -hmm. like do that because like you know everyone's like active and like looking at like work and stuff yeah and then the way i um came up or the way i kind of came up with like the interactive thing is like i saw um i saw someone do a interactive choose your own adventure story but like just in like writing form which was very cool so it's like they like they started out with a thing and then like people would like reply to them and say oh i wanted to do this and then they like pick a reply and then they like write mm -hmm. like the next thing based on like what what people like write in another instance i saw somebody doing a interactive like post-it note story thing where it's like oh like here's a dog what does the vote for what they do next or whatever so i i kind of thought both of those things were cool so i combined it and that's how i came up with like the first interactive inktober where it's like a comic that's like kind of fluid and then the year after that like i was like oh like you know the interactive thing is like super fun but also i have a full-time <laughs> job and it's really hard to do a page per day yes so i figured out hey like what if i did one piece but then i just do a little bit of it every day and it worked out very mm -hmm. well i think oh it look it looks so cool <laughs> yeah <laughs> Especially when you added the colors to it, like oh. oh yeah, thank you. But you, you like it's you. Uh, like we said, we we figured your color palettes are fantastic. So oh, thank you. <laughs> uh, what do you like drawing the most? Oh, hmm. like what's like something that just feels good to just draw? Something that just feels good to draw. Um, I think girls and kids. Hmm. I I find like. Like, if I'm just doodling, it'll be either, like, a child or, like, a girl. But I think I, I can find enjoyment in most things when I draw them. Or, like, I think it's part of my approach to, like, figure out how to enjoy something I'm drawing while I'm drawing it. So what was something that you weren't particularly, like, maybe excited to draw, but you found something that you enjoy? I think, for example, if there's an assignment in school or like at work or something that I'm kind of like uh like I'm not very like interested in this prompt but I have to do it mm -hmm. 
um, no, kind of like think about it and be like, oh, like how can I like add a bit of a twist to this so that I can like enjoy it more? Right. Yeah. Um, like, for example, my Catwoman like fan arts from like like a year or two ago. Mm-hmm. Like that. That was actually for a supposed to be for an animation assignment where. The assignment is just like, oh, like, make a character jump. And I was like, oh, okay. Like, <laughs> that could be cool, I guess. I'll pick something, like, very dynamic. So I picked, like, Catwoman. And I was like, oh, like, I want to, like, explore um, the look of this thing a bit. Mm-hmm. So for the assignment, it was an animation assignment, but I handed in, like, just illustration frames. What? <laughs> yeah, yeah. But it's it was the fourth semester and right. i think like everyone's already like kind of branching off a bit into like the specialty they want to go into so mm-hmm. i think the teacher i had was like super chill and like understanding and like trusting of like what i wanted to do mm-hmm. so he accepted it interesting <laughs> yeah yeah i've always been curious kind of now the more i talk to illustrators uh, the more my i personally start to understand how th- school kind of looks at you guys from going from your first year to closer to the end where you have developed your own style and you have a more like idea of the direction you would like to take things Mm -hmm. Um, was there something that helped you figure out your own I guess style throughout school um I think I've kind of had a style since before I went into school and the way I think of style is kind of just like, it's like your handwriting. Whether you intentionally try to like write or draw a certain way, like it's gonna, it's gonna come out, right? I think rather than trying to like force yourself to be like more unique or like a certain way or something, I think like the way I approach my own work is I focused on um, getting good technically and then as I like did more work and like figure out like what shortcuts I like, what themes I enjoy doing, then like my style like comes out naturally. Because yeah. ah. I, I think that's that's the way like style comes from. It comes from like like what you look like to look at what you like to do and then also like the habits you form. So mm-hmm. like, you know, the colors you pick, the way you draw like a face. Or the, right. like shortcuts you do mm-hmm. yeah interesting and i guess yeah that makes sense with with more practice the more you're able to express yeah. that style yeah. clearly yeah exactly it's like you know handwriting you know all, all children they kind of have like the same like like scrawly like alphabet thing mm-hmm. but then like you you learn to write letters better you mm-hmm. learn like how how like different ways to like write an a and you pick one you like and like slowly like your handwriting develops yeah i love that i think <laughs> yeah i love that so much because i think uh practice i don't know for some reason practice seems to just not be a thing for mm. the most part like whether for me photography or oh, okay for because um, i tried doing inktober this year and oh, just cool. just to learn to be able to technically express 
your own style definitely requires a lot of practice. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And yeah. sometimes I just want it. I just, you know, you have the vision, but you don't have the hands yeah, for it. Yeah, exactly. So I think that's where, like, you know, if you want if you want to have a style, that's where, like, learning the skills is the most important thing. Because, like, your style is, if you have things you like and that you dislike, like, your style is, like, already there. Because I think that's what style comes from. It's just a matter of executing it. And that's where, like, skills and, like, practicing comes in. I love it. That's so cool. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Do you have any tips for students fresh out of university or college with some kind of artistic degree? Hmm. How do you kind of move forward with that? Yeah, yeah. Like, for me as well, like, I didn't go to school for a degree. Like, my program wasn't even a degree program. It was a diploma program. Mm -hmm. And, like, you know, I'm not... I was never hired for my diploma. Um, But I think going out of school and like looking for a job or like preparing to look for a job I think like figuring out what your goals are helps a lot tailoring your portfolio to fit like those goals also helps so like for example if you want to go into background design then um you gotta have backgrounds in your portfolio or you can be even like more specific. You go like, oh, like I want to do background designs for Chromosphere or something like that. Then you got to show that, that that art direction is something that you're capable of. So another thing that I would say, it's like, I think a lot of the time, like I think people need to give themselves permission like to do the things they want to do. Because like, at least for me, like, in my experience, a lot of the cool work that I end up doing, I get opportunities from the things that I did for fun because I wanted to. I think artists, a lot of the time, like when we think about the jobs we want or like the things we want to do, um, we go like, oh, like I'm not good enough to do this yet, or like I still like want to like work on this like before I do it, or like I I want to like practice more before I even attempt to like do something in that direction and I think it it helps a lot more to like just give yourself permission to like do the thing you want to do because that gives you more potential to like come across the opportunities that you want that makes a lot of sense it's it's important to practice right but um getting stuck in the books or yeah for example it's like oh like I want to work in games but my art's not good enough yet or mm-hmm. like, oh, like I want to like do this kind of project for a client. I think for me, my advice would be like, if you have the capacity for it, just like be your own client and like do the dream project that you want to do on your own time. And I think that kind of thing will attract like the real dream project that you want from a real client. Yeah, I, I love that. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. Oh, and it and it really does come down to that, right? Is you can't just keep waiting. I don't think. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. And waiting and practicing. Sometimes you just gotta get out there and yeah, shoot for it. I suppose. Yeah. Uh, there, yeah. There's like a. I think there's also definitely a balance where like you know you gotta shoot, but you also gotta practice your shooting skills. Hmm. So. Yeah. Yeah, and I guess. Another thing that came into my mind is like, I think it helps a lot to 
be aware of like the resources that are available to you and like make use of that so like um like online courses or even like the free like resources like like grids and norms like tuesday tips or like youtube channels and things like that like, like there's so much like you can like learn from that's like out there and like super accessible to like anyone mm-hmm. yeah and like yeah. even like locally seeing if there's like any like artist community that you can like go to for like support or like guidance and like things like that mm-hmm. like life drawing classes right yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's nice to have that kind of group yeah. uh, for critiques and stuff too yeah yeah mm-hmm it's there's something about being able to do it with other people i think mm-hmm, for sure that is a lot more encouraging yeah because yeah. i think like you know like one-off tips like um limit your palette to make your colors look good it's like that that can only like bring you so far mm-hmm. but like if you have like like a community of like artists peers and stuff to like to like grow with like that's a lot more um long-lasting and like meaningful mm-hmm. and that like, you get a lot more yeah find some friends find some friends yes <laughs> find, some friends. find some creative friends yeah yeah and they will also have tips so mm-hmm. that's true yeah. hey <laughs> <laughs> how can we find and support you as you kind of move forward towards your projects and um, yeah like let us know how we can find you and yeah oh yeah um i'm just jenna's cream on everything Except for my email, which is plural because I couldn't get the singular one. Wait, what? Yeah. So, you know, when you register for an email, like, mm-hmm. sometimes the handle you want is taken. So my thing is just Janice Cream with an S. So it's Janice Creams. Somebody took the singular form of your yeah, name I don't on know. Google. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's pro- yeah, I don't even know. That's so weird. It's cool. It's funny. <laughs> yeah, I'm Janice Cream. No, I one time I did, um, I got a washi tape um, producer thing. Mm-hmm. Um, they they emailed me and I think they they just took my email name and assumed it was my real name. So the opening that line was like, "Hello, Janice Creams." <laughs> last name creams it was really funny that's funny yeah i mean i figured we could have assumed that your last name was creams so <laughs> well thanks so much for doing this and yeah, uh, thanks for having me yeah i really appreciate your time and i think we got i got a lot of good tips just oh, in general so thank, thank you. you so much yeah have a good one cool if you made it this far thanks for listening to the episode consider giving us a rating on itunes and subscribing or following the podcast and share this with your friends word of mouth always helps if you want to discuss anything you heard on this episode or the previous one send us a message on twitter at 2m creative labs and we'll see you in the next one